Good morning. It's Tuesday, March 7th. I'm on early this morning. Uh, looking at SPY. Well, let me first say thank you for everyone who signed up for visible service. If you don't have a phone service or if you're paying more than $30 a month, um, visible service, the link is down below in the link tree. Just sign up for the service. Um, I think they offer a free seven-day trial if you want to use an eSIM. It's simple. Uh, I have had visible service now for almost a year, probably a little over a year. Um, I enjoy the service. I mean, you know, I paid for Verizon before and I think it was like, I want to say 80, $90 a month. Cause I am single. I am the only one on my phone plan. Um, and when I switched to visible, I was able to just bring my own phone. I had an iPhone X, a 10. Uh, I brought my iPhone, uh, over, uh, got visible. Um, I travel. You guys know I do a lot of MLS stuff and I travel to stadiums. I've never had a problem. Never been deprioritized. In fact, most of the time when I am with other people with Verizon service, Visible is owned by Verizon. So the deprioritization, I just haven't seen. I get the same service as most of the people with Verizon that I am sitting with and we do speed tests next to each other. So 30 bucks a month, it's fantastic. Port your number in, nice and easy. Uh, there was a problem last week where uh, I couldn't receive or send text messages, uh, SMS to um, uh, Android users. But those of us with iPhones, we hate Android users. We hate those green bubbles and blah, blah, blah. But uh, I couldn't do that. Found out why. Uh, simple chat with the people at Visible. In fact, I was able to handle my friend's Visible phone. Um, she was here at the house. We just chatted with Visible. Took all of like 10, 15 minutes to fix. It was fantastic. Unbelievable service. You don't have a store to go to. If you feel the need to go to a store, um, you know, maybe Visible's not the service for you. But again, down below, you can try it. And thank you to everybody who signed up because we've seen, I've seen a ton of you sign up. Um, so thank you. And with the link below, you get $20 off your first month. So I wanted to bring that up because I haven't brought that one up. Uh, next spy you're seeing on the screen. If you're watching on YouTube, go over to YouTube and look, uh, I've been on for about maybe 10, 15 minutes, but here's this a weekly of spy. And this is the S and P 500. Uh, it tracks, uh, in pre-market you're up 0.13 at four Oh five. We closed at four Oh four, um, 47. So you, you're really not moving that much. When you look at the MACD, you've crossed over. And the way I see it, this 50-day 50, 50 line, that blue line right there, that is the 50-day moving average. When you're below that, it seems like a fairly good time to buy because we go all the way back here. Um, you go back to 2016, great time to buy under the 50-day. The, the um, you go to 2018, great time to buy under the 50-day. Um, you go to COVID, great time to buy under the 200-day. Uh, and the only other time that it's really broken that 200 day was 2022, October at our October lows. So is it a good time to buy? Well, you're kind of right at that 200 day. We're fighting to stay over it this week. If you close the week, again, these are weekly candles. So if you close the week below 4,000, you might be below the 50 day. Uh, Chairman Powell testifies in front of Congress today and tomorrow 
Uh, there will be confrontations. You can almost bet that um, Elizabeth Warren and some of the folks who have been anti-Powell will bring some things up. Uh, he could be a little more hawkish. Remember the January jobs number that was released in February um, was really good. We're going to see the February jobs number on Friday. If the job market remains good, he may have to go to a 50-point uh, rate hike at the end of March. Uh, that would probably crater the market down towards these October lows. Everybody agrees, and, and I've talked with several economists in my personal life. Uh, I've also talked with, uh, listened to several economists on podcasts and, and on broadcasts. But I think we're, when you hear about the trading range, I think you're seeing the trading range of this 200-day, which is 371, and the 50-day, which is 4,000. And if you're trading within this range for the foreseeable future, you can see they're kind of cinching up and the Bollinger Bands are cinching up. If you close above 4,000 this week, I think you can get to the top of this Bollinger Band, which is 420. Uh, and then I think that the MACD cra uh, caps out. I think the RSI is up high and we start to get a little bit oversold. But um, from January of 2022, you can see from a weekly, we're still in a downward trend. Uh, the 200-day on a weekly is still in an upward trend, but that 50-day is still in a downward trend. The only ones that have moved are the 9-day and the 21-day. That's it. And that the nine days, the green, the 21 is the yellow. Uh, so that spy, you can pretty much see the same in Qs. Um, now, as far as the, uh, the, the, the uh, algorithm goes, Qs, you're in at 298. You're trading at 300. 298, this is a four-hour candle. So this was yesterday. Got you in at 298. We talked about it yesterday. If we go to the, the weekly on the Qs, you can see it's a little bit more reactive where you're just above the 200-day. This is the same as the SPY. So this tracks the NASDAQ 100. It's a little bit more reactive, but you can clearly see, uh, even back when I was doing this um, in March of last year, I said you've got 22% down to the 200-day. And I was calling that the, the potential lows. And we, we pretty much bounced off that in October. So if I were to identify an absolute low in the Qs uh, based on this weekly, I would again identify it as close to the 200-day, which would be about 280. I think if you get below 280, I think you load up on TQQQQ. Honest to God, I think that's, but I can't tell the direction of the market just yet because you can see we're up and then we're down and then we're up. So I want to see a little bit more and with Powell, um, Powell testifying and the jobs number coming out, it's going to be a little bit tough to tell the direction of the market. Uh, so what do you do? Well, let's take a look at some of our core portfolio. Uh, one that I read about that we had a recent cross-up, 94.22 was the cross-up you're trading in pre-market at 93.74. Um, so you're slightly below that. What I wanted to do with Amazon in particular was go back to a weekly and look at prior to COVID. So if we go back, COVID is down here, March of 2020. You're bounced right off your COVID low. Uh, Buffett bought right about, I would say here, 
when it was about 95, 96, uh, he's held it. This was all the way in the middle of, of 2019. So you're trading right in the area where Buffett bought. It's always a good thing. I mean, he hasn't sold any of his Amazon. He kind of buys and holds. So the 50% up that he saw, you're probably still looking at it. In hindsight, probably should have unloaded a lot of it up here at 160, 170. But I still think Amazon has uh, the best service, even though they screwed up my sneaker delivery. Uh, they gave me $5. They still won't refund me for the, the delivery that hasn't come because, quote unquote, it's still in transit. Well, it's been a week, Amazon. It's been a week. Still hold the stock. Uh, I'm not giving up my Prime. Um, Prime video service sucks. Um, Alexa sucks. Um, it listens to absolutely everything, but Alexa is one of the better speakers in my mind. I think Google uh, outweighs them. And so if you want Google, I think Google's a buy as well. We talked about yesterday how we had a cross up on Google at, I think, 94. Uh, I'm sorry, we had a cross up last week, $90.67. Boy, at 95. That looks like a fantastic buy, doesn't it? My particular uh, preference on Google is anything under 100. If you get it with the, the closer to eight, if you get an eight handle, like an $89, oh my God, you're doing great. I, I think you're doing fantastic. You can also use a, a, a buying a put or selling a put option. Sell a put later out if you think it's going to be 85. Sell a put at the end of uh, you know April for $85. Collect the premium on that sell. The worst case, you have to buy the put. You have to buy the put. I mean, that's essentially what it is. Uh, you know, and if you're getting Google at $85, Kudos to you. Um, so Amazon is one that you could absolutely 100% look at. Apple is another one. Uh, if you've listened to me before, you know Apple is my savings account. If we go over to the, um, uh, the, the, the S&P heat map that is on Finviz, um, what this looks at is this is the size. The size of the box is the size of the, the market cap of these companies. Apple, Microsoft, Google, Amazon, they're all huge. They're enormous boxes. For this market to continue to go up, you need these stocks to go up. If the market's going to go down, you need these stocks to go down. Make no mistake, uh, a, a company like Oxy, uh, a company like PSX, Philips uh, 66, a company like um, DuPont Demours, DD, which is basic chemicals, uh, or even gold, NEM, which is Newmont. Um, if you, if something like that, if you're looking at, at these stocks and they're going up and down, they're not moving the market as much as that box. I mean, this gold box, this, this CE Selenese corporation, they're a chemical corporation. I mean, there's probably 500 of those in this Apple box. <laughs> so take a look at those. Apple is my, my savings account, essentially. Um, it is a high PE if we were to go and look at the uh, Apple statistics here, AAPL is the simple. And if we were to go, the PE is 26, the forward PE is 23. It gives off almost no dividend. Year to date, they're up 18%. One year, they're down 7%. You're 14% off your 52-week high, which was 179. You are 23% above your 52-week low, which was right around here. I've always said, and I've held this for um, at years, um, while, while Apple has been trading in this range probably since 
Uh, I would say if we go back here, let's look at a weekly on Apple. We'll go back to a weekly. Um, all of last year, I said if you get it in the 120s, you're doing fantastic. If you get it in the 130s, you're doing good. If you get it in the 140s, you won't regret it. If you get it in the 150s, eh, I think you can get a better price. But that's kind of been my, my way on Apple. And you can see, this goes back to March of 2021. Uh, get it in the 120s. And I said that. And it went all the way up here to 145, January of 2021. And, and during January 2020, uh, all of 2021, you went up to about 180 here in 2021, in December 2021. You know, again, you went up to 180 and you spent the next year kind of down in, in the dumps going and trading just in a range. Apple's my savings. Uh, yesterday, Apple got a huge upgrade from Goldman Sachs with a $199 price target. If we go over here, the average price target was 168. So if you're trading at 153 and people think you can get it to 168 or one, uh, wait, 168, yeah, get it. I mean, that's, that's essentially what it is. Uh, so uh, another one that we've been tracking uh, recently in the, uh, the core portfolio because it had a cross-up is Cleveland Cliffs. Cleveland Cliffs for me is a trade. Uh, it went down yesterday. You're seeing kind of a button hook. Uh, it does not have a dividend that it pays. Uh, let's say, let's go over and look, let's look at some of the uh, core. So its PE is 8.69. The forward PE is 10. A little bit dangerous with the forward PE being higher. They have to grow earnings. But these guys have increased rates by three times, uh, cut the cost um, a few times. And they, they've, again, they're, they're, they should return to profitability um, with uh, the infrastructure program, with cars being uh, made at record pace now that the, um, the chips are being delivered. I think it's $30 stock. I'm holding on to this. I got in at about $20.50, I think. $20. I'm sorry, $20.80, I think. It was in the 20, high 20s. $21.84. Um, I'm waiting to see if there's confirmation. If we get above that nine day again, I might add to my, my, my portfolio. Um, I told my dad yesterday, Disney under, 200, under 100, just add to it. I think I bought it 112. I'm going to add to that one. Uh, I said yesterday the weekly stock picks is um, uh, uh, J.P. Morgan. I think Goldman Sachs is a better one. In fact, we had a cross-up yesterday, Goldman Sachs, 356.94. You're trading at 357. So you're right there. Uh, it is a still a bit extended for me, but Goldman Sachs just has an opportunity to, to, to make more out of what they're doing. Um, we talked about Uber having a cross-up. Um, they had a cross up at 34.59 yesterday. Um, so I think you get, could probably get this one closer to 30. Anything under 30 on Uber, great price. Great price. Let's talk about natural gas. Boyle is one that everybody was interested in, everybody was looking at. Um, the algorithm 522 was the buy in. You're trading in pre market at 604. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Anything under six, I think you can buy it. Anything over six, you take profits. That was clear in the last, um, last few days. So when you look here, this is the 65-minute algorithm that we have on TrendSpider. This is a day trading um, uh, a strategy where essentially uh, the algorithm is under the eight-day EMA, when it crosses under, you sell. 
when it crosses over the eight-day EMA, you buy. If you want to set up this algorithm, just sign up for TrendSpider. The link's down below. Uh, but this is super simple. If you sign up, I'll give you my four-hour algorithm as well, by the way. But this one is on a video uh, that I have on my YouTube channel about uh, trading with TrendSpider. And David Yoakum came up with this one. It's, it has been great. Here's the, the, the six. This is 65-minute candles. Uh, February 22nd, it got you in. You got out with a 1% gain. Uh, but you probably stayed in. It got you back in at $5.13. You ran this all the way up for a 20% profit. Then it got you in at $6.31. You got in out with a 5% profit. Then you got in at $6.79. If you didn't get out with a nice, uh, up here at eight, with a nice 10, 15, 20% profit, whatever it was, but you held on thinking, oh, I, I'm going to be in here. Well, you kind of got, you know, got a little greedy. You got out with a 10%, 10% loss. Again, this is 65 minute candles. So this isn't like you have to sit in front of your computer and just look at candlesticks all day. Right now, the algorithm still has you out. Our four hour algorithm has you uh, still in at $5.22, even with that, that, that drop. Now, here's the thing. Gaps don't always need to be filled, especially on these, these levered ETFs that trade on futures. You can see a staircase just down right here. Uh, so gaps don't always need to be filled. But with this little gap here, with, with natural gas being brought down so much, I think you could go back to 7 or $8 on boil. Uh, if, uh, I would play stop losses very tight. Uh, particularly in this one. If you buy at six, uh, I would say put a stop loss in at about $5.75. Nice and round, nice and easy. The MACD is, is kind of just hovering. You can see it's got a little tick downward. If it crosses under, uh, the four-hour algorithm might get you out. But again, if we switch to the 65-minute algorithm, uh, which is a day trading strategy. It is not a long-term one, even though long-term, this one blows away actually buying and holding. But the MACD is kind of still down. It hasn't crossed up. Uh, this one might get close to the eight-day EMA if it continues uh, just hovering around six or between six and 620. So it might cross up on the eight-day EMA. But again, I think if you put it in for six, I think you could do well with this one. Uh, so I watched a YouTube video yesterday, um, uh, or this weekend about a dream team of ETFs. The first one is SCHD, and this is an equity Schwab equity ETF. Um, this typically go pays you a large amount of dividends, and this would be your, Hey, this is the established kind of quote unquote value portion of my portfolio. And so what, what the author was saying is, hey, these are two ETFs that you could probably balance out to have both value and growth in your portfolio. SCHD is one. It, it is a good, um, a, a, a good ETF. Uh, you can see it pays a 3.39% dividend. Um, let's see. Let's look at SCHD components, complete holdings. Let's look at that one. Uh, and you can see right here, SHD portfolio, uh, we've got Broadcom, 
We've got BlackRock. We've got Cisco. We've got Home Depot. We've got Coca-Cola. We've got Lockheed. We've got Merck. We've got Pepsi, Texas Instruments, Verizon. Nothing super sexy. Uh, The algorithm has you in at 75.43. You're trading at 75.69 right now. Again, it's a good entry point. This is one that you probably don't trade. Um, Over 1,000 candles, a two-year period. Uh, the algorithm, the four-hour algorithm, makes you four point seven four percent versus six point three seven percent. But again, you're getting a dividend, so I don't know how the dividend works in with that one. Um, your average win is only three percent. So in my mind, I think you just buy this one. You can see during the October lows, this was below seventy at sixty-seven. So I think seventy, probably seventy-five, is not a bad price point. You're right at the two hundred day. As long as you buy. An ETF like this around the 200 day, you shouldn't get too hurt in the long run. It should continue to pan out. Now, when you look at the weekly of this one, you can clearly see during COVID, this one got hit really hard, went under the 200 day. Uh, the October lows got close to the 200 day. But when you're looking at a weekly, the, the key trend line is that 50 day. You're above the 50 day. You could probably wait for a better price on this one, but this one, it's got good core portfolio. And so I wanted to bring it up, SCHD, for those of you that just want to play kind of quote unquote safety. And then there was another one that that this person brought up, QQQM, which is basically a, a, a model of QQQ, but QQQM instead has about half the cost. So the, uh, the expense ratio is significantly lower. Now, this one doesn't have as many, uh, as many candles as, uh, as QQQ does. It doesn't have the history. I'm pretty sure it just trades on the same kind of thing. 122.86 is the, um, is the buy-in yesterday on this one. 123.44 is where it's trading. So, uh, but I wanted to, you can do your own research, but essentially what this does is the QQQM uh, brings you into the growth because it's the NASDAQ 100. So you can buy QQQM and SCHD provides you the value portion of your, uh, your portfolio. So between those two, that's what the author was doing. I kind of like it. I mean, I thought about it, you know, as I head into my older years, I probably have to get a little bit safer. That's probably a good strategy for me. Uh, Meta. If you haven't heard, uh, TikTok might get thrown off the U.S. Uh, there is a cultural war going on with China, obviously, and there is uh, a lot of quote-unquote fear-mongering that's going on that the Chinese are surveilling uh, the U.S. citizens, blah, blah, blah. I kind of agree with it, but again, I think this is more just a war of, hey, we're going to um, topple your industry and you guys topple us. The U.S. doesn't make a lot of money for um, uh, on TikTok. Uh, China, you know, we don't. I think Facebook and Google and 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 a lot of other things aren't in China because of the openness of our system versus the closed closed sense of um, of uh, uh, of China. But Meta has a buy-in at one eighty-four. You're just getting off a forty-four percent gain. One eighty-four is the price. Uh, you're trading at 189, you're up 2%. If for some reason Biden were to take the step and ban TikTok from the US, Meta would explode. Uh, yesterday, you saw 
it, it what it did to Snap. Meta would probably be a two hundred and fifty dollar stock within no time. Snap, you had this buy in here at ten fifteen on March first. You're trading at eleven eighty three. So you're up what ten percent already just on Snap, a crappy little you know uh, VR virtual reality kind of situation. I, I'm at, the only reason I'm on Snap is because the kids are on Snap. My friends' kids they like to snap me. Uh, another one that you could probably I don't know that it would necessarily benefit, but I've called this one out all the way since February twenty second, uh, where it was at twenty five twenty seven, and today it's at twenty six seventy. So you're about 5% up, um, 5 maybe 6%, and it's recently just run a lot. But Pinterest, P-I-N-S. So the three that I would play personally in the, uh, in the, uh, in the, the, the social space are Meta, which is announcing layoffs as well, which is the reason they're up today, is because, again, Meta has a cost problem, not a demand problem. It's a cost problem. So I'd play Meta, Snap, and Pins. So let's get some, to some scans. Uh, XLY, consumer discretionary. Uh, let me type that one in correctly. Um, this is one that I've said could be one of the hottest ones for the year. We're just getting out of a 12% gain on this one. You crossed up at 146.68. Personally, I hold it. It is in the, um, the core portfolio um, for uh, TrendSpider. If you sign up for TrendSpider, it's in there, XLY. Another one that I own that is not in the core portfolio, but I do believe in, and I think it's probably a good opportunity, is Etsy. Uh, they just passed earnings. They made 70 cents, 77 cents per share. Uh, this was considered to be a pandemic special. I don't think it is. I think people make um, little trinkets, and I think people make t-shirts, and I think they put them on Etsy, and they open up a store. It's easier than Shopify because you don't have to own your own page and Etsy you can search search for stuff. So it's a little bit different for small businesses. So say you have a um a, 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 you know you make trinkets, you know, figurines uh of dogs. And you know, you have a customization. Well, you could open up an uh, a Shopify store and do it yourself and promote it through social media or just put it on Etsy, and Etsy allows people to, to do searches for it, too. Um, so I, I, I like Etsy. I think there's a big opportunity with Etsy. I don't think it's just a pandemic play. It is a bit it's expensive. Um, Etsy is growing into their earnings. Um, right now, they're not making money, it says, but their forward PE is 35, which isn't horrible. Price to sales is 5.63. Year to date, you're down 0.83. For one year, you're down 25%. For six months, you're up 11%. I think this one gets back towards uh, the 52-week high, which is 161. I think you've got at least 140 in this one in a good market. So I want you to be careful because while it crossed up at 122, if Powell starts saying, hey, um, uh, we, we, we've got a lot of more work to do. We might go uh, half a point instead of a quarter of a point. You could be in a pro it could be a problem for a, a company like Etsy. Um, so I would add in slowly, but at 122, you know, I may add, to, I'm down on this one. In fact, I may add to it. Target had a cross up. I think we talked about this one yesterday, how it got you out. Uh, recent 165.21 is the cross up. So if you're holding this at 168, don't sell it. 
165 in my mind is a great price for this stock. Uh, the MACD is down low enough so that if we start moving in a direction where the consumer is good, I think you cover this gap up here to 211. Simple as that. I'm holding it. My average purchase price is somewhere in the neighborhood of 111, but I've bought it the entire way up. Wells Fargo, uh, another cross up. Uh, I bought down here at about 4150 or so. Uh, I am still holding. Could have gotten out with a 14, 11%, a 14% gain somewhere around there, but it gets you back in at 46.59. So I am personally holding this one. I like this one. Uh, it is fairly priced in my mind. I think they're through um, the uh, all of their uh, kind of you know scandals, if you will. 2.57% dividend. The 52-week high is 54, so you're only 14% below that one. But I think this one has been beaten down. I, if this one hits 50, I'll probably look to sell at 50. But I'm holding it. Uh, Uber. I've said Uber, and I'll, I'll continue to say it. I, I don't know that it's going to get down here, but Uber has another cross-up. It's coming off a 34% gain. Another cross-up at 34.59. I'd like to get Uber under 30. I absolutely should have been buying Uber here. This is not only a company that makes money on Uber Eats, on Uber Rides, on Uber Freight, but recently they started putting ads in their, uh, in their app. And based on location services, they're killing it, killing it with the ad business. So Uber I like. Um, Bank of America, BAC. If you didn't like Wells Fargo, then you got to love Bank of America. Bank of America, 3424. You're just coming off a 4% gain on this one. This one's uh, just, I mean, it's too big to fail. Their PE is 10. Their forward PE is 9.25. Their dividend is 2.58. Their 52 week high is 44. So you're 23% off that. You have a little bit more growth than Wells Fargo. I think this one's fine. The average target price from analysts is $40 and you're getting it 34. So Bank of America is another one. Uh, another financial is Goldman Sachs. We brought this one up yesterday as um, the, the weekly stock picks is JP Morgan. I said Bank of America or um, uh, uh, Goldman Sachs were the two that I liked. This one, you're just past your ex-dividend date, so you're not going to get paid, but the RSI is coming off 27 356 is the buy in your trading at 357. I think you can get it for 356 today. Uh, um, one that has been a weekly stock picks pick uh, that shot up yesterday and has a buy at 111 is Merck, MRK. This one's just a behemoth. I mean, it, as far as healthcare goes, you can't go wrong with Merck. Uh, let's see. I think they're pushing up against 52 week highs. Yeah. Your 52-week high is 115, so you're 3% below that one. Your PE is 19. Your forward PE is 12. It's 2.63% dividend. Performance year-to-date, you're not up much, 0.14, but over one year, you're up 44%. So Merck is in our core portfolio. I like it. It's just I hate buying things at 52-week highs. So I, I, I think there's better opportunities out there. XLP, which is consumer staples. Uh, 72.73. This is one where you just look for entries. 72.73 is the entry. If you want to get in on consumer staples, XLP had a cross up. You can look at the components if you'd like. Just Google it. Uh, as far as Bitcoin, GBTC had a cross up. 
at 1177. This one, the algorithm loses you 49%, but buying and holding this one loses you 76% over two years. Your average win is 26%. You can see here in December, $7.79, and we got out with a 44% gain here in one month, February. Uh, recently, you've had two, two, uh, two sales for losses here, one for 2%, one for less than 1%. Um, but you do have this gap up here between 13 and 1396. This one trades on Bitcoin. It is not one to hold, um, because it just doesn't have the value that Bitcoin does. If you want to hold Bitcoin, get yourself some dry storage, buy some Bitcoin and just put it on a drive and have it in your house. That's all you do. Uh, Netflix, I've talked about having a buy-in at Netflix at 300. It had a cross up at 318 yesterday. Am I believing this one? I don't know. I, I still have to do the um uh, the 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 video uh, on Netflix. It's trading at three eleven. You know the candle's a little big. Uh, it's not quite down. It's plus point three one percent. So it closed. This is just you know buying it at its high yesterday. Three eleven. I I the MACD is so far down. Um, the RSI is at thirty three. Uh, do you have three forty in this one? Probably. I mean, you know, it wasn't long ago that it was at 350, February 17th. So it's a little bit expensive, but I got to tell you, going on Netflix and buying the, uh, the, you know, their algorithm for what to suggest, it's by far the best. Cisco Systems, we're getting into the, uh, the, the Dow uh, right now. Cisco Systems, uh, CSCO, 49.51 is the buy-in. It's a little bit expended. You're past your, uh, your earnings. Your ex-dividend date is coming up on April 4th. You got plenty of time. This is just a mainstay. Is it getting back down here to 40? I don't think so. It's a well-run company. Um, you know, they, they, it's a PE is 18. It's just a solid tech company putting off 3.1% dividend. But, it, you know, it, we talk about Cisco all the time. If you're new, I talk about Cisco on a uh, monthly basis. Because if you look back in the dot bomb era of 2000, this stock was a $70 stock and it hasn't made its way back. And if you know anything between 1980 and 2000, Cisco was going to run the world. This was absolutely 100% the Apple of that day. So uh, I do think that it's probably a good buy. Um, Cisco's not, it, it's a, a much better run company. Uh, than it than it was back then. They just lost their way. They thought ser server based pr uh, premise based servers was going to rule the world. Well, cloud and stuff like that. You know, listen, that's the way the the world will run. Fortinet announced earnings. They're the only cybersecurity company that's actually making money. Palo Alto may make money next uh, next quarter, but this one at sixty one thirty four, you're buying into this uh, rising wedge. You've got a ton of gaps back here. Um, uh, just, you know, your first gap that kind of been covered 63, uh, it's, it's a bit expensive, uh, you know, especially with this run, the PE is 57. It had a cross up year to date. You're up 25%. It, my dad owns it. It's in the, the, the NASDAQ and it's, you know, I like it. So one that I found in the energy sector that seemed interesting to me, and I would tell you. 
do a little bit of research on it because I'm not 100% sure that this is a good one. This could be another REI. We looked at REI before. But CRT, Cross Timber Royalty Trust, uh, it's an interesting one. It pays a dividend on a monthly basis. The dividend is about 12%. Yet a cross up here at 1804. Now, what's interesting about this is the algorithm makes you 35% over two years. Uh, buying and holding makes you 84%. So because it's in the energy sector, it has made significantly more money. But from just buying and holding over two years, your average win is 10%. You win 42% of the time. You are coming off this huge downslide. And I couldn't find a lot about this huge downslide other than, hey, they, they've announced that they've endured some costs. So if you're buying here at 18, I would say that you're looking for 23 as your top. Uh, but if that death cross happens, expect this one to go down significantly. Uh, if we look at a weekly of this one, um, and again, I'll look at some of the, the details. But if you look at a weekly, uh, during 2021, this one dipped all the way down to 10. It has just had a crazy run all the way from COVID. Um, and if you look on Finviz, there's just not a lot on Finviz. The average, um, there's no target price. There's no analyst looking at this one. You can see declares cash dividend of 11 cents uh, per share. There's no real insider trading. It's just not, uh, there's not a lot of data here. Um, so I, I would be careful about this one. Uh, we alerted a sell symbol a signal at 2024 and we're able to close this one at a profit of 1887. See more details at stockautomate.com. I mean, look at some of the notes. It doesn't look good, but the chart, I mean, without, without the, the, if I were just looking at the chart and not um, the fundamentals of this one, I would say, does this propose an opportunity because the MACD has just failed? Failed uh, completely. And if we look at some of the volumes of this one, if we pull this volume back to, say, August 2022, where we were at kind of a high, you can see there's a lot more people holding up there than down below. If we pull this back to, let's pull it back to 2021, the end of 2021, you can see there's some volume here at 15. But there's more volume up here at 19. So I'd be careful with this when it came up. It was interesting. Okay, if you made it this far, um, hit the five star. Hit the like button. Do whatever you want. Uh, if you're listening on YouTube, make sure you uh, subscribe. Um, make sure you hit that like button. Uh, if for some reason you're not subscribed on YouTube, go to, go to the uh, description below. And there's a link tree. And in that link tree, you'll find all of my, uh, all of the, the socials to reach me. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Uh, I am on Twitch, not active on Twitch. I usually uh, broadcast live on YouTube. Uh, if you want me on Twitch, just let me know. You can look under the picture on the link tree and there is a Facebook logo. All of the socials are down there with their logo, but all the way to the left is the Facebook logo. That's our private Facebook group. If you want to join it, if you want to talk stocks, if you want to ask me questions. Go on there. And like I started out, Visible is the, uh, the sponsor. They're great. I have their phone service. I pay 30 bucks a month for it. If you sign up, you get 20 bucks off. I get 20 bucks. It's a great, great, great service. I actually love it. Uh, also, if you want charts like you see on YouTube, 
Uh, that's TrendSpider. I will give you my algorithm, which is a four-hour algorithm that plays nicely in the center. It underperforms in a bull market. It overperforms in a bear market. Uh, it depends on the stock that you pick, but I like it. Uh, we also have the 65-minute algorithm, which is day trading, which you can use on Boyle, which you can use on any of the triple levered ETFs. I also have all of our watch lists. There are several watch lists in TrendSpiders. There's the Core portfolio, there's the energy names that we trade, which include uh, PXD, Devon, Oxy, all of those names, along with some of the ETFs like Boyle, KOD, UCO, SCO. Uh, there are the levered ETFs that we trade, like TQQQ and SQQQ. When I go over uh, SPY and I go over QQQ in the morning, uh, first thing on this podcast, the reason I do that is so that if you want to day trade any of those stocks. Um, we also have low cost Vanguard ETFs, which are nice and easy. I just give you entry points into that. And then the spider sectors, and then I've got my own watch list and blah, blah, blah. I'll share most of those lists with you. If you'd like, I'll also uh, share the scanner. So if you sign up for trend spider, go down below, use the code DSP 25. It's 25% off coupon. If you get better than that, just tell me, uh, I'll still share my algorithm with you. I just have to have you moved over to my, um, my list. So. Uh, if you have any questions, hit me up. Thanks, guys. Talk to you tomorrow.